Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 212, and it is part of the Summit of New Merida story arc. And man, am I enjoying this arc. Uh, I want to give a big thank you to all of our patrons at patreon.com slash adventure inc. Patrons like Kim, Kyle, Nick, Trevor, and Jake. Without our patrons, this would not be possible. And we totally understand uh, that things are difficult right now. And, and we appreciate everyone who comes to help support the show in whatever way you can. Um, we just, we could not do it without the support and love that we get from all of you guys. And, and we really, really uh, thank all of you. So if you have it in, in your life to be a patron, and if you don't, we get it. But if you do, head over to patreon.com slash adventure inc. And, and become one today. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers, facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Gebetto, the rogue. We're basically family. So do you want to admit to your family that all you want to do is learn how to read so that you can read pornos? (laughs) Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The plan worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We Um, should have a plan more often. Gillick, the warlock paladin. Also, I'm going to cast detect magic to see if any of them are magic. None of the gowns are magic. What the fuck? (laughs) Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why am I, are my nipples not convincing? <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Let's get started. Asher, make a charisma saving throw. Oh, eat a dick. Oh, no. It's a great, great <laughs> oh, way to start. no. We were just talking about how I was like, man, I hope Anthony doesn't remember I have this. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think either Mike or Steph said they remember. Uh, all, all of us. So uh, okay, I made it. Now what? What is the number? You have to tell me the number. <laughs> I don't know. What if that's is, how this what works. What is a number? A number is a it's a it's a symbol that right, represents cool. that was a lot of integer. I take it. Uh. It was a six <laughs> plus one. That sounds like a, sounds like a pass to me. Plus one because so, I have a cloak of resistance. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I will wiggle my eyebrows at you. Four of you are going to be heading back to Adventure Incorporated, like by conventional means, right? Uh, no, let's teleport. Wait, you're Can't not going to address? <sighs> I've been seeped on. <laughs> I've been slimed. <laughs> but yes, I believe that was the plan. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because we don't have a, we don't have a magic portal. Right, right. Your portal there. is to Verena, not back right. from. Verena. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I can only teleport you back if we were in the ley line. Right. Okay. Then, um, Asher, give me another one of those. This one, you're gonna like. Five. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it was worse. I'm not going to roll that dice no more. So uh, the four of you head back to uh, Toward Adventure Incorporated. You're uh, traveling with Evian and the Magic Man um, as she has prepared to uh, head off toward this meeting that Redbridge has called. Um, Rob, during this trip, you can feel the weight me? Of that shadow orb, so yeah, Asher, you <laughs> feel like, the weight. <laughs> you, you feel the weight of that shadow orb um, as it slowly begins to. Uh, you feel like it is becoming a part of you, in the uh, same way that the uh, necromancy pendant has been becoming a part of you. 
Mm -hmm. But not in a way that it, 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 except this way, it feels less natural and more heavy. Well, and before it was intentional, right? With the with the pendant of necromancy, you connected with that by focusing on it for a period of time. Mm -hmm. This is happening against your will. Okay. Um, probably we're still in a cart or whatever. Um, uh, noticing this, I go, uh, everybody, I have a problem. Um, and I pull out the orb of shadow. This, it doesn't feel right. And I don't know where to put this. Um, (laughs) what do you, where have you been? Sorry, I've been freaking it out. I'm sorry. I'm freaking out a little bit. This just, it, it's, it's, I'm attuning to it and I'm not trying to. Like it's it's starting to become part of my of me and I don't know how to travel it with it and I don't want to Sorry, I'm a little freaked out right now. Oh, that makes way more sense. Sorry, I misunderstood what you were saying at first and I was like, "Dude, you don't have to keep it no, there." No, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have kept it there. I only keep certain things there. Listen, where where do I want to what would you Can we put this in like the corner of the cart and like cover it with a cloth or is that dangerous also? Yeah, as long as we don't lose it. I think it's fine. Because you, you said know, that, now we're going to lose it. No, th- th- there's a spot over near Gillick. You can just leave it there. I'm sorry. Where Gillick normally sits? Yeah, where, not where Gillick's where spot that we reserved for him because we love him and miss him. <sighs> Mike forgot he was not there. <laughs> yeah. I see him! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kath, you're seeing Gillick? <laughs> uh, well, he, there, I got a lot of people up here. He points to his head. That's true. And, and <laughs> you know what? I, ju- I just I hear him from time to time, and I just imagine he's up there. So I'm keeping him safe. So put him, put him, uh, put it next to me, oh, me over here. <laughs> you know, this reminds me of that traveling play about the uh, the two the two uh, guys my size who like. I had to carry that that one ring, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Where did they keep the ring? Maybe the Asher ki- could put it there. Around his <laughs> neck, oh, yeah. and he got <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> have you have you tried? How? <laughs> uh, do you want me to pierce the orb of shadows? No. That, Ideally, no. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, that feels really. What would happen? Have you, mm. Let's just put it in the corner. Yeah. Cover it up. Okay. Tuck it in. No one puts shadow orb in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's talking. It's talking. Anthony, that's a different uh traveling. Point. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> some, some okay, yeah. All right. Uh and I just kind of like <laughs> delicately place it in the corner, pull out a rag that I have, I'm sure, and I cover it. The one, that, one fewer yeah. rag on your belt of <laughs> Pants. <laughs> My belt of pants. Oh god, no, don't take belt. don't take that rag. Put the belt of pants. Rag. Oh sorry, sorry. Uh um, but we gotta put this somewhere safe because I don't think I can carry it any longer without it well, maybe it's too late. Oh boy. Yeah. We'll 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 figure it out. We'll, we have places back at uh Adventure Incorporated we can put it. I, I miss Yeah, what happens when he lets it go? That uh, does not, that connection does not fade from you. Asher feels like he's doing something, but knows he's not doing something. So he's stubbornly believing, you know, like, if I just do this a little bit longer. Hey, fake it till Uh, you make it. And those of you who sit near it can feel the waves of shadow coming off of it. I feel Gillick here. (laughs) I feel God in this chilly snow. Uh, Gebetto <laughs> moves to sit on the other side of the cart from the orb. Gebetto can have a little shadow as a treat. Uh, Gebetto's had too many shadow for a treat. <laughs> Gebetto doesn't want this shadow treat. Uh, actually, Gebetto takes the orb um, like in in the rag uh, and places it like outside the cart where the, the rest of their packs and stuff are being uh, carried. Okay. So you guys travel for uh, a couple of weeks and you make your way back to Mughamara. Um, and when you arrive back at Mughamara, it, the town is bustling. Uh, it looks like something, this uh, event that has been planned by uh, Redbridge has brought a lot of uh, attention to the town. Um, you see a lot of, looks like a lot of people that are not usually here. A lot of Empanada like, carts. 
uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, uh, the the kings have brought people with them. Um, the other like dignitaries have brought people with them, and so there's a lot of hustle and bustle in Maghamara itself, uh, leading up to uh, the Adventure Incorporated up on the hill, which is overlaid with a thick golden dome. The Adventure Incorporated is? Yes. Cool. I... That's not normal. Yeah, no, that's not normal. I'm worried about how many people uh, Redbridge had to lay off to make that happen. Gold dome? That's probably not a cheap dome. Well, it's you gotta not, put on a show. To be fair, it's not gold uh, like like the precious metal. It's gold like magic. I bet that's made of the precious metal. Uh, I bet that's made of the precious metal. Is can you? Is this why we had all the layoffs recently? I, I think it this, is. I think it's dome? related. We got to talk to Redbridge about our, our financial. Situation. I can't even imagine. You guys the need material. to get better at magic. I can't even imagine the material components cost of this. I bet it took actual gold. I bet it took actual gold. Yeah. Probably crushed gold. And you know how hard that is. It's hard to crush rocks (laughs) into diamonds, so I imagine very hard. Genevera goes to the gates of the compound. Yeah, as as your caravan moves up toward um, the... Yeah, Gebetto waits in the cart like a fucking regular person. Keth goes with Genevera. (laughs) Asher checks on the Orb of Shadow to make sure it didn't fall out like some fucking bullshit that it, happens it didn't to fall us. out like some fucking bullshit no it did not sweet <laughs> it fell out it gracefully like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, like 30 miles back good luck fuckers <laughs> you lost it um the so as you approach the dome you see that there uh, that kaolith is actually manning the entrance uh near the gates and that the golden dome uh, extends out probably about 20 feet beyond the walls of the compound. Uh, and as you approach, he activates uh, the large stone arch that has been put in place at the edge of this golden dome that allows you to pass through. Like an automatic door <laughs> when you step on the thing. <laughs> and he says, Ah, many pennies. I was expecting to see you before long. Uh, good that you will be at this meeting. It feels like it would have been Far less productive if you had been sidetracked once again. Yeah, dude, we called the meeting. No, I, I, I'm aware. But yeah. Redbridge was not certain that you would necessarily be back. So I'm glad to see that you are. We're fashionably late well, or on, on right. time. Actually, a little early. Uh, the meeting will begin tomorrow, but you are here before it. And that makes you early. That is fashionable now. You're very argumentative today. I don't mean to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It's been a long journey. I'm, I'm tired. I'm dirty. And uh, all right. Well, I'll see you later. Of course, Keth. Of course. Hey, Keth. Yeah. I have a favor to ask you before tomorrow. Sure. Can you help me go shopping? <sighs> like, it really, like, I really... Like, I know Victoria was mean to you about it, but, like, she's mean to everyone. So, I just, I feel like I do need something, like, more kingly for tomorrow. What is shopping? <laughs> I, I apparently don't know, Asher. <laughs> um, Gen- Genevera, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll do it myself. I, no, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Genevera. I would be, I would be happy to help you. Um, I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm just a little bummed. I know. Because of Gillick? No, no, because I, my fashion was just insult. Didn't you hear her? <laughs> no, I heard I heard her. Sorry. He's been yeah, brooding about it for Gillick two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keth knows Gillick's in his head, so he's fine. Like, like he's not worried about Gillick. Um, so when the cart finally gets through the gates, uh, Gibetto pops his head out because, like, the three of them went up ahead, right? Uh, so, like... Gebetto still stayed in the cart. And so as the cart comes up, uh, he leans over to Kaelith and he's like, hey, man, um, thanks so much for all the work that you're doing here. Uh, Kaelith's like, hmm? Oh, yeah, yes, of course. It's important for me to uh, contribute in whatever way I can to this effort. And this is, but uh, this is minor. 
Hey, I saw there was like a little bit of commotion. Like, I mean, I couldn't hear what was going on because I was so far back. But like, I saw it happen. I saw like you look after Keth on like once they passed in. Um, just so you know, Keth is just like really upset that Gillick is like not around right now. And so like, it, if he did anything to you, it's not personal. Oh, well, I don't remember what it you're talking like about. A- so that's fine. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, just a few minutes ago, like after after you talked to the three of them, and then you made that like really sour face uh, as you like started letting more carts in. Kef uh, is you, Kef is the one with no shirt. No, uh, that that one's Asher. Uh, Kef is the the impeccably dressed fellow. Oh, I I thought that was, I thought he carried your gear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh yeah no uh he's he's actually part of the team oh <laughs> that well that's you may learn something new i guess that's fine oh i was gonna say i liked caleb <laughs> well uh anyway dude uh keep up the good work uh, and thanks so much uh we'll see you tomorrow right all right so the five of you <clears throat> um Make your way into the compound, and you see that uh, Redbridge looks like she is, uh, as as they say up here in my homeland, right out straight. Uh, there are people running around everywhere around her, asking her questions. She's directing people. There's furniture being moved around. Uh, it's it's busy. Uh, and Who's she's moving a uh, couch right now. Who is doing? They're moving that? like they're moving like big tables into the uh, in and out of the okay. great hall. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> moving a couch? Like, like, sorry, I know this is a bad time, but like, I just got a new apartment. and <laughs> uh, As you approach, she's yelling at Patrick. No, get just get it set up. We have 24 hours to get this, to make this happen. Go. She's, hey, oh my God, you're here. Great. Hey, Red Ridge. Hey, Red Ridge. Hi. Um, it looks great here. Okay, yeah, thanks. This is a nightmare. Uh, the logistics involved with this are ridiculous. Well, we're real tired, so we were gonna go. Head, you know. <laughs> Do you? Is there anything? I mean, I'm good. I could help. Do you mean to no, move? No, no, Asher. It's I can fine. move shit real good. We have it under control. It's Do, fine. I can move those tables. Give me Asher, some tables. Asher. It's fine. Okay. I like. I like um, your shirt. Me? Yeah, I just you look you look great. Uh, so th- thanks for doing this. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm. You guys are back. That's good. I I assume that you found what you were looking for, Genevera. Yes, we did. Okay. We got him back safe and sound. Good. Is um, is that going to be help in this meeting, or is that going to? I'm pretty sure it's going to be help. Because he is now an exiled angel, so he's not bound by the pact, but he's still an angel. So that's cool. Probably some like real good power boost, something. Okay, well, good because it feels uh, like we need it. Yeah, no, it's gonna be great. Also, Victoria Kellis is coming. What? Yeah, I know, but like we felt like it was important. Yeah, je- to to Genevieve's credit. She did a great job convincing Victoria Callis, the unconvincible person, why this is important. Okay. So... I'm just going to trust you on this. Yeah. Uh, probably a bad call, but that's mm. fine. Um, Gillick, to fill you in, Gillick's been off somewhere. Okay. And I'm going to go shopping. What is shopping? No one's answered this question. Yeah, you do this. Uh, you know... <laughs> yeah, usually you just exchange yours for booze. I just call that business. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah, same. We're going to go okay. do business, Asher. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um, oh. Is there anything else the five of you need from me before tomorrow? Uh, I just need you to like take a minute for you. Yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Sweet. Uh, if, if there's anything else we can help with, uh, don't hesitate because honestly, I need you know, the five of you to be ready for this. I need you to take. Oh, we're ready. Well, we made a list of questions in the cart right here. Yeah, we were oddly efficient uh, on our journey. 
We're trying this new thing uh, called having plans, and it's yeah. working out. Wow. So far. Wow. All one right. for one. I'm going to walk two away. Two for two. Uh, you guys, you, I'll be back around, I'm sure. Do you, you, you do your thing. Did I say something wrong? Asher, <laughs> Asher, I, th- I think it's called plans. It's like a, like a, like a, ah, uh, <laughs> plans. Yeah, long A. Plans? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what she that's, was confused. But that A is the same duration. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, bye, Redbridge. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, actually, Redbridge. Sorry. <laughs> she stops. You have like turns a... back around. <laughs> do, you... <laughs> do you have someone in charge of like getting people to their rooms? Like, like you know when you go to a, an inn and they like assign you a room. Like, do we have that system here? Because we've got a lot of people staying. And, like, I know the magic man's going to need a place to stay. And I know our list of invitees was extensive. So, uh, gift baskets. Yes, I have people directing the dignitaries who show up uh, to places that they can stay here. Some have elected to stay in Maghamara. Some are not choosing to show up until tomorrow, like Clyde. Uh, so, it's it's a lot of logistics. Do you say Why? Because uh, he lives in this kingdom and has a portal oh. directly here. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> she leaves. She like <laughs> runs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did I say something wrong though? No, you just mispronounced plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Plans. Because we haven't had them before, so. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know that she necessarily loved hearing that part. Well, I thought she'd be happy. I thought me Asher too. brought up a great... Uh... Yeah, she she's never struck me as a better late than never type. <laughs> uh, so I don't know why y'all expected her to feel that way all of a sudden. Well, um, to be fair, I didn't expect anything at all when I said words. I think <laughs> I think everyone has I, a bad attitude today, so... <laughs> you most of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kath, you should be like super fucking relieved. Yeah. Go What's your beef? Go get a manicure. I will. Here, bud, I'll go buy you some tequila or cactus drink, which are two separate things. Huh. <laughs> um okay, Gibetto, what are you doing? Honestly, uh Gibetto's I almost hate to say it. Gibetto's going to the library. Oh, <laughs> fucking nerd! <laughs> In shame! Uh, what is Gibetto? What a dork! <laughs> Worst! He walks in, and like as the door opens, the one librarian still on staff is like, Oh, Jennifer! I'm sorry, have we met? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Exactly. I'm sorry, sir, and you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh how do I how do I get a card? Uh, you you don't need a card, sir. <laughs> oh. You just Great. look at things here. We store books here, you can read them. Well, uh I I guess I need everything you got on the Seekers of Shadow and the Notatia Collective. I'm glad you qualified that, because when you said everything you've got, I thought we were going to be have a very busy night. <laughs> he starts working, searching through books and scrolls uh, for information for you. What are you looking for about these two organizations? Uh, mostly, I want to see if there's like any sort of information about their hierarchy, like how to not offend them, but also get things from them. And like, if there are specific groups that kind of uh, dabble in the like fringier stuff, right? Uh, Gibetto feels like we're finally at the point where uh, we can discern what's conspiracy theory bullshit and what's like, people grasping at the very tail end of straws. You know what I mean? 
Uh, like, no, I'm telling you, man, it's all connected and in space, like out there, you know, it's like, it's all connected. And like that guy, he's right. <laughs> it is. It's, it's all connected. Uh, so there's a lot of information about the Notatia Collective. Uh, an exhaustive amount of information about the Notatia Collective. Uh, he brings you a copy of their ledger book that has like all of the rules and bylaws, uh, that has all of the, the structure of the Notatia Collective. And uh, after trying to read through it, it's incredibly dry, and he basically has to summarize for you uh, that it is... Uh, ostensibly, they have various chapters all over the kingdom. There is a... Uh, centralized group that runs like every, all the chapter heads get together and have meetings to discuss the the path going forward. Um, all of that uh, also exists, um, but it is layered in with all these smaller groups, right? Sure. In terms of like how you interact with them, they're just very procedural. They are there to gather information. Uh, they do not. Uh, they have. They have people who they work with who analyze information and who like uh, write up their theories on things because of the information that's gathered. But at a base level, they just want to gather all the information that they can. They're not interested in uh, jumping to conclusions very often. Um, okay. And then the. Um, there's far less information on the Seekers of Shadow. Uh, most of the references to them are accounts that are dealing with them, not first-person accounts from within their organization. And a lot of them are very old at that. Um, essentially, especially during the Shadow War uh, time frame, like, like very, very early, early history, the Seekers of Shadow were known to use dark magic, but they were with a purpose of fighting against um the the darkness they were outlawed uh after all of those wars ended um they have been no kingdom they, they operate legally in none of the kingdoms um but sure. there are still rumors that they exist um pretty credible are there ones. are there names attached to like basically jibetta wants to do a like genealogy hunt if there's no like surviving members uh then like oh you know so-and-so's grandfather was one of the m most recent seekers of the shadow uh representatives or whatever you know what i mean uh g give me a minute yeah yeah no worries uh that's just that's what Gibetto's doing i don't know what everybody else is doing shopping drinking T shopping. tell me about shopping <laughs> so I, um, I think kath is was like kind of sulkily following Genevera around at first, but then gets real into it. Mm -hmm. So this is half to get Keth out of his funk and half to legitimately get something that is stylish and nice, but not over the top, like kingly, but not gaudy. Yeah. Uh, Fancy, but not like I have power, but I'm not flaunting wealth. I think I, th I think kind of a m more maybe a military esque like where like you're the leader of the this army you're powerful um, it's kind of very minimalist look but mm hmm yep, you got f you fine linen I think that, that per that's perfect what you have on right now okay it doesn't look like anything King Callus would wear <laughs> uh, I think that's a great decision since she has terrible taste in everything <laughs> um, <clears throat> I did I did go shopping after I left that day from from the tent and I bought a lot of stuff so I if you, if you don't mind can I try some stuff on when we get back to Adventure Inc and just yeah show you and maybe of you can course. okay great thank you I don't know how good my opinion is going to be in this but hey okay. I value your opinion more than any other person that has ever told me I look bad in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gus. And then uh, I, thank thank you so much for getting me out here. This was this was great. This is exactly what I needed. Um, yeah, I think this, this is a good day. Good day. Yeah, yeah. So, in all of your research, Gibetto, of the ancient history of the Seekers of Shadow, um, the only name that you are able to come up with is one name of a warlock who created the seekers 
Um, and that seeker's name is Diamerith. And uh, so essentially, Diamerith created the seekers, uh, and he said it was in atonement for the connection to Shadow that he had. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like... That's in the world guide, Anthony. That's like common knowledge, Anthony. That's that's all you find. Hmm. That's all they have. That is, <laughs> that's that is what they have on on this organization. Okay. Well, Gebetto is like fucking libraries are stupid. <laughs> and like he gets up. <laughs> I didn't learn anything here. Um. Hey, no offense. Uh, I didn't mean to, you know. I bet it's great if, like, I, I, you know, if I don't have shit to do and I'm, like, trying to fill my time, I bet this is this is a dope place to be. Yeah. It's Edgebeto leaves. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, um, things start off pretty early. Uh, people, like, uh, Evian and the Magic Man are obviously already there. They arrived when you did. Um, a few other dignitaries were already there. And more people are coming throughout the day. Um, and you're starting to see this. Uh, uh, the, the Great Hall is set up uh, for this meeting. And, and you can tell that the people are uh, excited. There's a lot of um, uh, the townsfolk of Maghamara have started to gather around the compound, around the dome. <clears throat> People are bringing in whole entourages with them as they come into the main courtyard. And the main courtyard is sort of the staging ground for all of these dignitaries to uh, set up and spend time. They have little camps set up uh, before the actual meeting midday. Asher has put on a button-up shirt that is too big for him and a pair of dress pants that are too small for him. And And everyone is telling him how good he looks. He's trying so hard not to feel uncomfortable. In that, it's purple now. It's purple like now. It. In my brain, it was white because it would probably get stained quickest. But purple also works. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I just know, this assume is this is what you people wear. Yeah, this is what everyone wears. This is this is the color of normal people, right? Asher starts blinking a lot nervously. You guys are approached by Redbridge, and she says, "Okay, all. The- oh my god." Don't shut up. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. Um, this is great. You guys are going to do great today. Uh, I'm not worried at all about any of this. Um, oh, so, God. uh, it's another hour or two. We'll get ready. We'll move people into the great hall and we'll begin. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yep. Fucking ready. All right. Uh, I'm not going to talk, so we're good. From the Master's Hall comes Clyde and his group of uh, people that are attending him. Um, they set up a, a space as well that they start to construct like a, a place for Clyde to be uh, out in the courtyard. Um, and he sees the six of you and he comes over and he says, we like, um, are we ready to to do this today or what? Yeah, we're we're getting everything ready. We're almost, we're almost ready to sit down. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, we can like, um, you know, make some progress here or whatever. Yeah. What? What are you guys hoping for from me? Is there some way that I can help, like, influence things in there? Uh, just. The severity of this, like, the thing I'm most worried about is that people don't quite, they're too focused on their own square of land to realize that they won't have a square of land left if we don't do this or something like this very soon. So I'm not good at convincing people. If you could convince some people of that, um I'll I'll drink a white american for you. His eyes this. widen. <laughs> if you can do that. If you can do that. Yeah, maybe 
I know you, there's a lot of problems going on in Carapath, but kind of giving the impression that this is more of a numerita issue uh, versus just our individual issues in our in the different countries. I mean, um, honestly, one of the things that's going to be a little tough from my sort of, I guess, bargaining perspective or whatever is that things have gotten easier here or whatever. You guys dealt with one of the biggest problems that this country was facing uh, in the Lich. And that's... But but we did the same thing for Bradmont. With the orcs, yeah. Yeah, and Gebetto murdered a whole bunch of Cardozas. crime lords from Verena. Yeah, I mean, those two countries are... <clears throat> excuse me. Those two countries are still um, facing a lot of pressure from the north, from, like, the lizard folk and the gnolls or whatever. Those armies have started to push south. But, uh, like, in general or whatever, I'm we you guys have helped out here enough that I'm hoping I can try and add some support to them. But uh, that, that'll put me in a position to, like, do some bargaining or whatever. But I'm also, like, the worst thing we're dealing with now are these fucking swamp witches and i like i just got swamp witches all over the place uh so you know like that's are these all related though aren't these all sort of well i don't know if the swamp witches <laughs> not the but... swamp witches no, no that's our own are... we've had swamp witches like forever of here the... yeah but i meant the gnolls and the the lizard folk those are directly tied to gorm and yeah, yeah. i mean we know that i don't yeah. know so... that everyone knows that or whatever right but like right. we know that might be yeah for yeah i think that's one of the reasons that today is important though is that so everyone's on the same page and everyone knows that uh being unified out of front against gorm is kind of the most important thing for all those reasons yeah glad i think that's a a great idea since you you have your carapath has improved its situation uh being able to kind of offer support to those that need it look a lot of this work uh happens now right like we got like two hours before this meeting starts but like everybody's here so um my job now is to go and try and make some of this stuff lay the groundwork or whatever you know mingle uh you hear a clanking like pretty far down the hall and like a pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter. As it gets louder and louder, and the clanking gets closer and closer, uh, and Gebetto is running down the hall uh, with a tea set, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like he like comes to a sliding stop in front of Clyde, and is like, uh, "Hey, Clyde, uh, thanks so much for coming. Uh, can I offer you a cup of tea?" Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa! yeah, absolutely, of course. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, uh, one lump or two. Well, uh, one's fine. Yeah, sure. He pours the tea. He puts one lump of sugar <laughs> in, and he hands him the cup. Uh, what's uh, in the- Clyde is stunned. Um, and he takes a sip of the tea. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, it means so much uh, that that you would be here to to help out and like. Uh, spread the good word of, of, you know, what we've been doing and, and you know, to, to really help uh, bring everybody on our side. Thank you. Clyde kind of narrows his huge. eyes at you. He's like... Jenna Vera narrows her eyes at you. <laughs> Would anyone narrows. else like a cup of tea? Yes. Uh, one lump or two, Asher? No lumps. Okay. Uh, just, okay, just black then? And he Green. It. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Uh, we, we've got black tea. No. Uh, you, you know, times are... Not great. That's fine. I'll drink I'll, it. I'll just take a couple lumps. <laughs> <laughs> you can give I, like a horse. You can give Kath my lumps. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, please. Yeah, Jivano. Uh, Jivano <laughs> puts two lumps of sugar in an empty cup and hands it to him. <laughs> but Kath's eyes are narrowed, like everyone else's. Though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Clyde takes a sip and he's nods he says uh thanks Gibetto. Or thank you yeah of course uh glad to glad to have you again uh your majesty clyde Whoa. slowly turns and walks away <laughs> Gibetto, what did you put in clyde's Gibetto, did you poison the tea that's why i didn't take it asher slowly spits out the tea just in case 
Yeah, no, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get everybody on our side. I'm trying to like kiss ass as best I can. Wow, Whoa. you had uh, us convinced or me convinced. Wow. To Clyde? To fucking everybody. Clyde Clyde Oh, god damn it. Clyde Clyde's a king. Clyde has kingly influence. Like you saw what happened Genevera as a king was able to convince Callus to get here. And so the more like the more folks at that level that that we've got like fully on our side, the better we're going to be. And so if that means I have to kiss ass to fucking Clyde, I'm going to make some tea, guys. I don't know. I'm doing everything I can here. And, like Gebetto clearly hasn't slept. <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, and like it takes the tea and like continues offering it to people in the like in the entryway. <laughs> All right. Um, after a short period of time, Redbridge uh, says it's probably best if you guys go and prepare, like go into the Great Hall and take your seats, and then we'll bring everyone else in. We're going to start pretty soon, and. Uh, yeah, I think it's time. Do you think I should make another pot of this? Better, I told you not to take make the first pot. We've got it. We've got people that'll handle this. Just go, go deal with this. All right. And Gebetto like slowly lowers the tray onto a table like in the hallway. Yeah. Okay. But All if right. anybody needs any, it, it's just right here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll let Patrick know. He'll come and get it. It's fine. All right, great. Thank you so much. Patrick! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Patrick. (laughs) Uh, So the five of you set up in the Great Hall. Um, As the people start to come in, who are you guys going to attach yourself? Like, are you going to try to grab anyone to to sit with, to talk to as the people come in? Like, what what are you guys trying to do as people make their way into this place? I definitely want to go talk with, like, the Fae group, like the group of Elatrix and uh, all them, um, because I probably fit in there the most, to be honest. Okay. Keth will seek out balance. Okay. So, um, so I guess... Um, so, the, the regular people that you guys know start to come in, and so we'll go over... Basically, who will be who who arrives at the meeting? Um, there is. Uh, let me see. Where's my list? Right here we go. So uh, in the meeting, uh, Redbridge is there. Clug uh, phases in through the wall pretty early on. He's just like uh, floating around the room. Um, uh, Elatrix, uh, King Callus, uh, King Evian. King Greywood, King Clyde, Iron Shaper, Adonan, Caliph. Uh, from the Order of the Pure Elements, uh, they send Balance and Baum. Uh, both of them come to the meeting as well. Uh, from the Notatia Collective, Adonan is uh, sort of affiliated with the Notatia Collective already, uh, but they send the head of the chapter uh, that is most, like the biggest chapter in Carapath. Um, and so his name is Lucius. Uh, he is the, the, the head of this order. Um, Adonan introduces you to him. He's a very tall, very thin, um, elf. And he looks very old, even for an elf. So he's been doing this a long time. Um, and he is, uh, he seems fine. He took notes on, uh, when he met all of you. Um, and he shook <laughs> your hands and then went, found a seat to continue to take notes as people entered the room. Um, <laughs> the magic man obviously is here. Uh, he has not said anything. He just, uh, took a seat near where you guys are sitting and has just been, uh, he is not wearing any of the Harlequin stuff. He's not wearing the mask. He's just wearing simple robes and, uh, his face his sort of neutral face is uh, just exposed. Um, during this process, uh, Gillick's brother, Torek, arrives. Um, Torek had spent the night prior and comes in through 
through the building um, so as not to die in the sunlight. (laughs) 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 Um, He's taken up a, like, he's basically uh, leaning into the corner. Um, Spooky Todd is here. Uh, He takes a a seat at the table and and looks out uh, over the group. And then Lanier uh, arrives with Elatrix. So that is everybody who is at the table uh, as the meeting starts to set. I just want to clarify, you did not say Garhand, correct? Garhand was invited, declined to come. Uh, I just wanted to double check that I didn't miss that. Frickin' Garhand. Um, when Callus comes in, when Victoria Callus, so like most of the people have already arrived when Victoria Callus comes in, she comes in with like two flunkies on either side of her. Um, she sits and they stand behind her chair. Um, and they whisper things to her like pretty much the whole time. Clyde has someone also that is standing a bit further back that he can turn and ask questions to. Uh, Greywood. Is it a lady? Huh? Is it a lady? No, it's not. It's his uh, steward <laughs> who you guys have interacted with a few times. The snooty steward. Steward. Um, uh, Heinrich is doing that role for um, Greywood. Uh, Evian does not have anyone with her. It's so good to see Heinrich. It's been a while. This is this meeting starts at noon, so it's late morning as before, right before the meeting starts. Uh, when when Heinrich comes in, Gibetto goes up to greet him. Uh, okay, yeah, you know he, uh, uh, Your Majesty, uh, it's great to see you, Heinrich. Um, as always, a pleasure, my friend. Uh, he he goes to shake your hand and he leans down and he says good luck lad these are going to be tough waters yeah uh god we gotta catch up uh you and i need to grab a beer okay um and so Gibetto is gonna kind of move through the room and like greet everyone like that uh you know, a little more familiarity with the people he's closer with, a little more uh, formality with the people that he is unfamiliar with. You know? uh, go ahead and uh, pick up a d20, blow the dust off of it, and uh, roll a charisma check for me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, if I'm going to... Gather information check, third edition. <laughs> uh, just straight charisma? Um, You could do persuasion. Okay. Uh, then that is an 18. Okay. Yeah, you get a sense for the tenor in the room. Um, there is a uh, an intensity to this. No bases. Sorry. Um, I'm all about that, though. Yeah, well, there's a lot of trouble here, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you, got, you sort of get a sense that there is a lot of intensity surrounding this. Uh, something like this at this scale has not been called in a long time. Even the Council of Kings was something that was uh, very closed to that group. And the, the sure. decisions that they were making were, uh, you know, broad and, and wide sweeping, but they were, oh, there was a lot more politicking involved. Um, this is has a huge amount of uh, attention to it. The only smiling face you see around the room is Victoria Callis, who seems to be just soaking in that uh that particular tension uh, what a bitch uh right. Genevera, as people come in is like rifling through notebooks and rearranging papers and like adding new questions and like just taking a lot of making sure all of her notes are in order um okay uh once everyone is in uh redbridge turns to u5 and she says this is it Floor is yours. All right, Kaleth, if you don't mind helping me set this up, and Gibetto gestures toward the uh, canvas. Uh, and so he pulls one end of the canvas, and Kaleth pulls the other end, uh, and Gibetto casts Minor Illusion up onto the oh, canvas. Is this is a PowerPoint. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and it, it just uh, you click your wand it just says, each time. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it just says like, uh, "Thank you all for coming." Right. Uh, and so as we talk through all of our points, Gibetto will be changing the minor illusion uh, to demonstrate uh, 
along with the talking points as everyone has been prepared for this, you know. It's so funny. So fucking funny. Like a graph of, you know, like deaths in time. Trouble. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> if we don't stop here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, uh, Redbridge looks. <laughs> Redbridge Red Bridge looks at you and says, "Good luck." Okay. Yeah, I feel like we all look at each other for a sec, or I look at the group for a second. Uh, Jennifer is just going to start talking. Great. <laughs> um, hello, everyone, and welcome. Uh, thank you all so much for coming and for being here. I know. I know that uh, this is kind of an unprecedented gathering, uh, and we are thrilled to welcome so many uh, important and uh, intelligent and amazing people here. Um, yeah, Gibetto clicks the next slide, which is a just a list of attendees and their titles uh, so that everybody knows who they are. What do you put up there for Victoria Callis' title? Comma, uh, Verena, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, like, all of the kings, Gibetto hasn't put, like, King Clyde Harper. It's just Clyde Harper, comma, Carapath. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And very diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Insult everybody equally. Great, great. Right. Lanier, comma, on Midna. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, like he's first on the slide but like <laughs> uh, the door opens and um, Patrick leads in uh, another gentleman he is in long black robes um, and Patrick says um, this um, this gentleman said that um, he was invited and he is representing the seekers of the shadow yes um, of course Welcome. Uh Gibetto Gibetto looks around at the room uh and and like uh points at the shadow guy and casts message and says, What's your name? Quick. Uh the message comes back to you in your mind, Vi Song. And uh without you know, without a beat, uh Gibetto clicks the pointer and Vi Song, comma <laughs> Secrets of the Shadow appears at the very bottom Does of the Does he list. spell it correctly? B A I S O N G. Nope. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Insulting but he everyone equally. You don't. You don't know if you spelled it correctly or not because he does not respond. <laughs> like he doesn't seem to care. Uh, By song, don't respond. <laughs> but he sits uh, down towards the end of the table. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, so uh, again, this is an unprecedented meeting, but these are unprecedented times. Uh, I am going to cut to the chase. No uh, long-winded beginning. Uh, we are here because Gorm Tintreach is trying to awaken Herrick's from underneath on Maneth, and we don't want that to happen. Click. <laughs> There's an image of like a dragon in the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. With, with a circle... <laughs> <laughs> um, this is something that has been that we have been working to fight and it is in a place where we need the cooperation and skills of each of you in this room and your knowledge and uh, power to make sure that we are setting Numerita on the right path towards its salvation and the uh, the um, the order of notation the notation collective representative Lucius like he sort of has a hand just gingerly in the air daintily waving his fingers. Yes, I will take questions at the end. Thank you. <laughs> 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 um, I am going to pass it over to my teammates who are going to explain uh, different elements of this world crisis um as yeah. they as they go so Gibetto, thank you, you so much for that uh genevera i really appreciate you setting the stage like this Gibetto fonkin one shoe stumble knackle timber shivers at y'all's service uh thank you so much for coming here today and Gibetto clicks the slide uh and it 
goes like uh, the title of the slide is a history of magic. Oh Jesus! Nice. Uh, and Gebetto like clicks through a couple of different like uh, elements that pop up on the on the PowerPoint uh, on the magic PowerPoint, uh, and <laughs> it says, uh, you know, basically our world. <clears throat> Our world is connected to magic by ley lines. There are ley lines scattered across the continent that form a conduit for us to be able to interact with the magical planes. Gorm has been building these. And he clicks to the next slide and it shows uh, the ground pounder machine to siphon energy out of these ley lines. Over the past three years, my team and I have been tasked with closing down these sources of magical power from him in an effort to save the planet. We recently closed the final ley line, shutting off his ability to harness that much magical power. And Gibetto clicks to the next slide, uh, which is like... It says, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it says, you're welcome. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so uh, the next slide pops up and it shows uh, a map of Onmaneth, or of New Merida. Uh, and the trail that we knew Gorm was following through, uh, through Ishtara and then, like, a question mark at the end of it. And it says, uh, and Gibetto says, this is where we're running into a problem. We have, we have reports that Gorm is searching for alternate sources of magic to help complete his ritual, which needs to be finished here. And we also know that the five of us alone can't stop him. Thank you, Gibetto, um, for that excellent uh, overview of magic and Gorm's uh, overall plan. Um, I'm going to throw it over to Keth, who is going to explain. Uh, we've gotten some special insight into the way that Gorm has tried to infiltrate Numerita in other realities. And he will explain some of some of Gorm's tactics and how he has impacted the way that uh, you specifically, some of you have been um, already impacted by, by Gorm and his uh, mission to break up the kingdoms of Numerita. Lucius, Lucius is shaking his head violently as he writes <laughs> like page after page in his notebook. <laughs> I love Genovera like loves Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the dainty hand hand raise. <laughs> but, uh, thank you very much, Genovera. Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm Kath of uh, Adventure Incorporated. Um, thank you all for coming. Uh, I can't. I cannot say that enough. So we had a crazy time going through various realities uh, and essentially experiencing Gorm trying to do what he is doing here in those realities. As soon as Kef... Gebetto's clicking furiously through the slides, right? Uh, there's, <laughs> there's one slide where it just shows like divination... Uh, the the word divination and then like a ton of different uh, like sparkles con <laughs> diverging roads uh, basically like off of that right uh, and then there's another one that shows a gigantic blue dragon with like thought bubbles uh, coming <laughs> off of it you know Asher is was like I thought this was my part of the presentation <laughs> oh Jesus oh, as soon as uh, as soon as as soon as Kef starts talking Victoria Callis has turned to talk to one of her attendants. Oh, what the fuck? My phone uh, thought I said something to Siri. Um, what did it think you said? I don't know. Uh, so, uh, what would you like to? How would you like to text uh, King Callus, Anthony? <laughs> so as soon as Shut as up, soon Siri. as Keth starts talking, 
Uh, Victoria Callis turns back to her little attendant who's whispering back and forth with that person, not watching Keth at all. Um, and uh, so Gorm, I don't know if we've stated this and I won't assume that everybody knows this, but he is a incredibly powerful blue dragon from a different reality that, yeah, like as Genevera. I'm sorry if we're not all going to pay attention in this room then I'm going to kindly ask you to take your outside conversations outside. Um, Kev Ke would barrel on, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she turns to you and she raises an eyebrow and she says, yes, I, I hope you heard that Clyde, who's turned back talking to his guy as well, <laughs> uh, and then stops. He says, no, it's fine. Ah, oh, she's so good. <laughs> um... <laughs> Now, honestly, I don't know if Jennifer cares, right? Kick <laughs> them all no. out. Yeah, fuck it. Yep. Kath. Each time Kath has, each time Gorm has uh, failed in waking Herrix in each of these realities, it's been for a different reason. But each of these times, he has learned new information that he's carried with him into other realities, and now he is here. Uh, for example, um, he has gotten the lizard folk and gnolls on his side, and that is the army that is plaguing the north. He has taken over Ishtara. But the most detrimental thing that he has done and what could lead to his success in this world is sowing discord between the kingdoms and causing Numerita to split. And he has come very close to succeeding utterly in that and that is something that we need to discuss today the fact that we should not be separate we should be one numerita in order to fight this evil that is plaguing us all and Kath sits down thank you Kath excellent um, yes and just to you know to reinforce the fact that um uh, this is part of Gorm's master plan and we've see seen it happen several times uh, and we are confident that this reality will end it. Um, Asher? Uh, <clears throat> he stands up. Um, so uh, let's, I'm gonna um, he's like nervous, he realized he doesn't like public speaking suddenly. <clears throat> uh, we're gonna talk about now uh, less about where we are and where we need to go. We're going to talk about our nice. plan. Whew. <laughs> he rallies. Jibetto clicks, uh, <laughs> clicks the uh, <laughs> the little thing and it pops to, so what can we do about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as, uh, as my colleague Keth has mentioned, we have seen exactly one other reality's attempt to solve the Gorm problem. What they did uh, we do not advise because it ended very poorly. Click. <clears throat> uh, and then it's just like a bunch of dragons like suddenly like, blowing, like going on to the, uh, like all of Omnimaneth. Yep. You got Nailed it. it. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> they, thank you. The, uh, the pact with which all spiritual and divine uh, beings are bound by restricts certain action by them. That pact can be broken, but then those high-powered beings, as we saw in this other reality, will probably reclaim dominion on us and absolutely use us as we please. So this is probably not a good solution. However, click. we are currently, uh, with the help of our good friend, uh, Grimlock Iron Shaper, forging a weapon to solve the Gorm problem. It is, and I, it is called the Kingslayer. Asher smiles and now naming a sword. <coughs> uh, Grimlock's eyes go wide. <laughs> I think. Uh, maybe not. Um, uh, it's a, it's working, a working title. title but does the does the PowerPoint change to working title like? Under <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's a there's like a sub like in brackets. It says working title. <laughs> Grimlock, Grimlock Iron Shaper has made five. Uh, one of the reasons we have been so successful is because Grimlock Iron Shaper has forged these five weapons, 
which all of the many pennies wield. Uh, I pull out uh, um, <clears throat> Dune Song, like show off this stone ghost sword. Uh, these powerful, powerful uh, objects have been forged by Grimlock Iron Shaper. And on top of that are constantly built in a way to get more and more powerful. We are currently in the process of bringing these weapons to their full potential to assist with this other fifth weapon to lock Gorm in his human form and prevent him from leaving this reality so we can slay him and prevent this any travesties from happening here and in other realities. Um, so, to summarize, and Gibetto clicks the, <laughs> clicks the slide to uh, what can you do for us? <laughs> And underneath, uh, it has like, um, it's got like a list of everything that we have left to do, you know, um, cleansing the Noku and, uh, cleaning up the, uh, the corruption in the dragon blood and cleaning up the corruption in the Ioran church and cleaning up the, uh, the corruption in uh, the Emberfall government, right? Uh, and, like, so these are the things that we can accomplish as the Many Pennies to strengthen our ability to handle Gorm. We need your advice on what we need to prioritize. So we're going to go through a little bit of a sizing experiment here where uh, everybody's going to write down on a piece <laughs> of paper, you know, what uh, what priority they think these options should be uh, so that so that we can so that we can operate under the advisement of a council as powerful, as insightful and as important as the one that we've gathered today. Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventuring and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventuringpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. <laughs>